Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Elevate with MSWAF. I'm your host, Emily Swaffield, and this podcast is all about getting raw and real about what it really takes to get to where you want to be and elevate in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops. And if you like what you hear, please share the love, leave me a review and connect with me on Instagram where you can find me at mswaff, E-M-S-W-A-F-F. Reach out and tell me what you're loving or what topics you want to hear more about and just know that I am so grateful to have you listening in so we can go on this journey together. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Elevate with M. Swaff. And this, oh, this episode, like I'm, I'm excited because I have a lot to share with you guys and update you on, like the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that. But um, I think, to be honest, I had been putting this episode off and kind of just wondering whether, you know, how much do I share with you guys around what I've been going through and what's been happening uh, with, I guess, yeah, coming from just, I guess, giving you guys an update on, on what's been, yeah, going down really, because I think there's a lot, especially, well, both personal and business life, there's been a lot happening that, uh, probably a lot of you don't know about. And I guess the, you know, the big exciting news is that I'm pregnant, (laughs) which is, uh, honestly just so exciting. Um, Chris, my husband and I had been, you know, actively wanting to start a family and, I, yeah, it was just, it was just a ride, like a a wild ride, really just going, making that shift for the first time of really feeling that tug of wanting to start, like I've always wanted to have a family, but wanting to actually have a baby. And it's just so funny how, when you, you know, if, and when you reach that point in your life, um, things just start to change. And like, you know, I would see mums and, like pregnant women and, you know, new mums with their babies everywhere I looked. And that's that whole RAS, you know, reticular activating system going into play when you focus on something, literally you just start seeing it everywhere. And it's just really interesting, I think, because I, even though, you know, I've always kind of, it's always been a goal of mine to have start a family one day, but I really didn't feel the tug until recently. And I've had a lot of friends that, you know, some of them even have three, four children now. And I, and I'm so, you know, every time they had a child, I'd be so happy for them. But I always had this like feeling of, oh, I'm so happy for you. I, I'm not there yet. I, I, I just have no desire to want to have kids yet. And then all of a sudden it just shifted. And then I really felt this strong pull of like, oh my God, I really want to start a family now. I really want to get pregnant. I really, uh, you know, um, now that I'm actually in the thick of it, I'm not going to lie. The first tri- trimester has been brutal. <laughs> it's definitely been um, really tough with the morning sickness. I guess I've been one of those unlucky people that have been hit really hard with morning sickness. I got a lot of friends that are like, oh no, I didn't get that. I felt amazing. <laughs> definitely not what's been happening for me. And I think in your first trimester, when you haven't really told people that can be really hard because you're canceling plans, you're really tired all the time, you don't want to do anything or you're feeling really sick and you just have to go back to bed in the middle of the day. Like it does take a big um, toll on you. And and for the first time, I'm really experiencing that firsthand and I really 
you know, feel for all the women out there that have suffered from, you know, bad morning sickness because it's brutal and it's not fun. (laughs) That's for sure. But anyway, like just, it was just so interesting how this pregnancy, like how I manifested this pregnancy as well, because I guess when you, you know, you start trying to have a baby, there's a lot out of your control, right? And there's really, you know, I just even just learning things like there's this small window where you ovulate and there's like a small chance. It's not like the whole month that you can get pregnant. There's this small window and I, you know, thinking ahead and we had, you know, we had some overseas travel planned and we have, you know, plans what we want to do for Christmas and all of these things. And it's just so interesting how I was like, right, well, it'd be amazing if we fell pregnant then, because if that was the case, we'd still be able to go on this trip to the Philippines, which we'd booked um, before we fell pregnant. And, you know, there's obviously, you know, riskier times to travel, etc. And then, you know, Christmas, we want to be, um, we've got Chris's family coming out here. So I was, ideally, I was like, I really want to be pregnant by Christmas, because I think it'd be really cool to have Chris's family out here and, you know, have a little one on the way. And then I was like, and thing we really wanted to go back to Europe next summer because even though we we made it back to Europe this year, but we went at Easter time instead of summertime. Um, and I just love European summer, so I was like, right. And then it'd be really cool if the baby was at a stage where we could go back to Europe next summer. And you know, you can't travel with a newborn when it's like you know one or two months old. You know, you have to wait till a certain phase. So I was like, right. You know, if it was like six months by the time summer comes around in Europe, that would be perfect. And it's just wild because literally all of that has panned out so perfectly like we leave for the Philippines this Saturday and I will be at that point 14 weeks pregnant and that's really kind of the the um because I'm 13 weeks 13 and a half weeks at the moment and that's really the point when things start to like the morning sickness is meant to ease I know some people poor things get the, the whole way through and I'm really touch wood hoping that that's not me but Um, also having spoken to my doctor, she was like, right, the best kind of time to travel because you're over that first trimester, you're in the second trimester, but you're not in the third trimester when it can be a little bit riskier because, you know, as you get closer to due date, et cetera, it becomes a lot harder to travel. So she was like, really, it's ideal around 15 weeks. And so the fact that we leave, you know, um, just after I hit over the 14 weeks mark, I'm like, wow, I can't believe how much that's worked out perfectly. And then I'll be six months pregnant at Christmas time when Chris's family is out here and we're all spending Christmas together. And then the baby will be roughly six months old when summer, like August next year, when summer comes around and we were planning on going back um, to Europe and spending a couple of months or six, eight weeks or so um, basing ourselves in the South of France. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it literally could not have turned out more perfect. Um, And it's just so, yeah, so funny about like manifestation and when you think about things and you kind of, yeah, really bring, bring about them in reality, which is just, yeah, mind blowing. So, so that's been really exciting minus the morning, morning sickness. But in addition to that, there's just been a lot happening. So some of you will know, but a lot of people still don't know because I do get messages on, you know, Instagram kind of asking, Oh, are you still with X, like such and such company? Basically earlier this year, I parted ways with and left the network marketing company that I had been partnered with and a consultant for, for over seven years. And it was a really tough decision to make. Um, I felt like it was at the time, you know, it it was the right decision for me personally. Um, I'm not going to go into like, you know, a lot of detail around, you know, my, my personal reasons for leaving and why I wanted to leave because I really want to respect 
the fact that I have a lot of friends that are still with that company and I still, don't get me wrong, I still love and use the product. So I'm not going to be, you know, dishing out dirt or anything like that. But for me, it was just, I, I was ready to move on. I was ready to part ways um, and go in a new direction. And so that meant kind of closing that chapter and that partnership that I had with that brand. And I'll be forever grateful because I feel like looking back on it, it was really the kind of the springboard that, you know, it got me out of my corporate job. It helped me transition into, you know, running my own business, doing my own thing. I made so many amazing friendships. I had incredible, you know, I, I earned so many amazing trips, had incredible experiences. Like there was so many amazing things that came from that, but I felt it was time to close that chapter. And it, yeah, it was, it was really hard. I remember after I'd told my team, um, when, which was a part of the reason why I flew to London, um, when we were back over in Europe earlier this year. And I wanted to, you know, tell as many people as I could in person out of respect. And it was really hard because I remember getting in the cab, the black cab back to Heathrow airport. Um, and I literally, and I was, <laughs> I was on WhatsApp messaging a couple of my, um, you know, top leaders in, in that were in my team and literally was just like bawling my eyes out. I literally felt like I had just gone through this huge breakup and it was really emotional because I had so many amazing memories. And like I said, I'm, I'm really grateful for that company for, you know, all I got from my time with that company and the success that I had um, that, you know, helped me transition into the whole, you know, run your own business type world. Um, but there was some, you know, there was a lot of backlash that came with that as well. And it really opened my eyes to the fact that, you know, friendships that I thought I had with certain people really weren't true friendships because as soon as I left that company, it was like, no, nope, we don't want anything to do with you. You're canceled. <laughs> I was blocked on, you know, social media by these people. And it was just, yeah, it was really eye opening to see the way that certain people handled it. Um, and as I said, like friends that I thought, you know, were true friends that, completely just shut me out of their life and don't speak to me anymore. And it was really confronting. Um, and uh, it was, yeah, it was really like, whoa, okay. Like this would only happen in this industry. And, and I guess one of the reasons why I want to share that is like, I think the industry needs to be called to higher standards in this regard. And it's not, you know, this isn't putting everyone in a box or anything like that, but that just wouldn't happen in the corporate world. Like people move companies all the time and, you know, they, but for some reason in this industry and, and certain companies, like it's just, if you leave, it's like, well, you've left. We, we can't be friends with you anymore. Like you're out. And it was just, yeah, it was really, it was really tough. I'm not going to lie. It was really challenging. There were a lot of tears. It was a really hard time for me to go through that. Um, and yes, I did move on for, you know, um, at the time, what I thought was an exciting new venture um, that I, ha you know, wanted to go all in on. And it was kind of one of those situations where you can't do both, you know, you have to close the chapter on one to take that leap of faith to go in the new direction. And, you know, unfortunately that did not turn out at all um, well for me. And I am no longer with or associated at all with that company, um, the new company that I kind of went in on. Um, and, and then, you know, leaving me in this situation where I had just walked away from, you know, a business that I had built for seven years that I had, you know, was earning, you know, like really good money from and had worked obviously extremely hard at, you know, to go all in on something else that then, you know, completely did not work out for me 
to be then left with like, okay, now what? <laughs> like literally, you know, what do I do now? And, and that's where, you know, I had just started to get into the digital marketing space with this new side hustle with digital marketing and, and selling digital marketing products. Um, sorry, the digital marketing course with master resale rights. And, and it's just crazy. And I, I actually put this into one of my emails that I sent out to my email list the other day that like, it's just crazy how things for some reason, they just always work out. They do. And it's really hard to see that at the time, because obviously, you know, that, that vulnerable position that I was in where I was like, okay, my like big main source of income, I literally just walked away from that. And, and I have other streams of income. I have my coaching business. I have, you know, other things that I do, but like, that was my big kind of breadwinner business. And I shut the door on that. And just to be really clear as well, there's no kind of like selling it and cashing it or anything. It's like, you say goodbye to that income. Boom. It goes to zero done. No way of getting it back. Right. And, and then to be in that position where, you know, the reason why I left that to go in a new direction didn't work out. Um, obviously at that time I couldn't see like what was ahead or what was going to happen, but this new digital marketing side hustle just completely caught me off guard and, and just, yeah. I mean, if you listen to my, um, episode that I did on it, like I, I made a lot of money, you know, I hit six figures cash in 18 days. It blew my mind. And the crazy thing is, is that I, and I talked about this in last week's episode about my six secrets or six um, steps to six figures, my first six figure month is that I didn't work really hard for it. It was so bizarre. It was like, literally all I did was post a couple of reels on social media and all of a sudden all of these sales were just coming in and I couldn't keep up with it. And it was just like every single day, email notifications, new sale, new sale, new sale. I'd go to bed. I'd wake up in the morning, new sale, new sale. And, and like all of this money just coming into my account. And it really flipped my perspective on money mindset and, you know, working because in my previous business, that was one thing. Like if, you know, I got to the top 1% of that company, my first, you know, company that I, I talked about leaving, like, man, did I work hard. And if you want to get to the top, you know, 1% of that company, like the, it is, or in that industry, it is like, it is hard work. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. You've got to work damn hard. And if you take your foot off the pedal, like, you know, your business goes backwards. Like you have to keep working really hard. And, and that was just like, I guess that was ingrained in me and, you know, no regrets. I learned a lot. Like I'm not here to say like, Oh, I really regret and wish I hadn't done. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it was just so interesting after working so hard for so many years to build something that then I could go around and just have like my first six figure month in this new side hustle where I worked like one to two hours a day. It just, it just flipped every, like, all the kind of ideas I had around, you know, that you have to work. If you want to be successful, you've just got to work hard. And if you're not getting the results, you've got to work harder and you've got to put more hours in. And that was really the kind of, you know, coaching that we had as well. It was like, work harder, send more messages, do more, like stay up later, get up earlier. It was very much that kind of hustle mentality. And it's just been like wild to see that be flipped completely on its head where, yeah, you can make crazy money in the online space without doing that, without hustling hard. And when you actually 
do the opposite of hustling hard, like what I've been doing with this new um, side hustle, like the money just flows and flows. And it's been, yeah, it's been crazy. But I guess the, the point here is that, you know, when things aren't working out, because things clearly weren't working out for me a little while ago, you know, you, you do still just have to trust and have faith that there is something better out there for you. And that is the message that I want to share with you is, is if you're in this place right now where, you know what, things aren't working out. Maybe you just lost your job or maybe the business that you started just flopped or I don't know, maybe you've just tried your 10th different thing to make money online and it's not happening for you or whatever it is. If you just, if you feel like it's not happening for you, it's not working out, please just trust the process because I guarantee you that the success and the results you're wanting are waiting for you. It just is probably going to come in a shape and form that you didn't know. And here's the crazy thing. Like if I look back on my kind of journey, um, you know, even just starting my first business, first of all, like when I started out in my career in investment banking, like if you had have told me that, you know, how I can't remember how many years, maybe it was like seven years into that, that I would have started this like, you know, online network or like network marketing side hustle business that I knew nothing about with, you know, selling vegan skincare and nutrition products. And to leave my job, I would have laughed at you and thought, yeah, what? No. And then when I started that business and fell in love with it and started to have a lot of success with it, if you had have told me that, you know, I was going to walk away from that seven years from starting, I would have said, no, I'm a lifer. Like, this is it for me. So you just never know what's going to happen and things. And, and the crazy thing is, is that when one door shuts, another door always opens. And that's what I'm learning so much right now, like because of this, you know, the success that I've had and people I've met along my journey, I've just had another door opened the other week and I can't talk about it because I had to sign an NDA, but like a really exciting new project that is like totally up my alley to, you know, invest in a new company um, and, and partner with some, you know, really great people on working on something else. Uh, and, you know, these opportunities never would have come about if, and, you know, before I, this person approached me about it, like I never would have, you know, I never would have seen that coming. So you just don't know what is lying around the corner, but if you want those opportunities to come up, you have to throw yourself into things. And that was one of the points on last week's episode. Like you just have to, you have to take the risks. If I hadn't have taken the, you know, big leap of faith and risk of leaving my my network marketing company that I was partnered with for seven years that I was a top leader in, like I never would have landed where I am now, you know, like that's the thing. And so many, and I see this, so many people hold back. They stay stuck because they're too afraid of the unknown. And I get it because our, and again, like I, I've done a whole episode on this about how our brain works. Our brain does not like change. It does not like uncertainty. It sees that as fear. It sees that as a threat. So it is constantly being like red flag, red flag. We don't like that. We don't like that. You know? So you've got to be able to, you know, call yourself out on that and push through that discomfort of not knowing and of uncertainty and leaning into that and just trusting the process and knowing and having that faith that there is a path for you. You just might not be able to see it right now. And it will, like you will reach a point where you'll be able to then look back and all the dots will connect, but you won't be able to see that just yet. And especially for those of you that really are in the thick of it right now, where things are just not working out and you, you know, you do feel like, man, like 
am I ever going to get a break? It just doesn't seem to be happening for me or something comes out of the blue like you didn't see happening, like what happened with me recently with the new company. Like it just, you never know what lies around the corner. And, and actually, I mean, I'm going off on a tangent now. I literally wrote no not notes for this episode. So this is really just kind of a, um, a just hit the record button and talk to you guys and just kind of share again, like a lot of what's been happening for me. But um, a lot of you will know, especially those of you in the network marketing space, which I know there's plenty of you that, that do tune into the, the podcast, that one of basically the greatest leaders of all time in our industry, uh, Jessie Lee Ward, passed away. She was battling since I think it was February, March this year with um, being diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And she was told it's, it doesn't look good. I think she was given until November this year. And she was so transparent about her journey and she shared everything. And, you know, she just showed such vulnerability and she has one of the biggest hearts and the biggest personalities as well. And she just gave so much. And she really, I really, really felt shook when I woke up to the news that she had passed. And like, I, to the point where I was crying, like I, it really hit me hard. And I think it really hit me hard because she's someone that was so successful and had so much more to give and she'd already given so much but she just that was just who she was she just served people she just loved on people she just wanted to inspire and empower people and she was one of the best people ever at that and you know even though I didn't personally know her like you know we've chatted on Instagram and things like that but I've never personally met her or anything but she was such a mentor to me uh, and I've been on plenty of live calls with her I've listened to every single podcast episode of hers multiple times and to, you know, receive the news that she's gone, like she passed away. It was just so hard to even wrap my head around because she was still so young and she still had so much more to do and so much more to give that it's just a big, big reminder for all of us that we don't know what lies around the corner. We are not guaranteed tomorrow, next month, next year, you know, we're all, you know, um, mortal souls at the end of the day, right? So I, what I want to say with this, like where I'm going with this is, I mean, so many things. First of all, just don't sweat the small stuff, guys. Like, you know, there are people out there ba battling with life-threatening diseases and, you know, count your blessings to be alive, right? And then actually do something with it. So don't stay stuck. Don't stay sitting in fear, like go out and live full out, go and chase your dreams, go after whatever it is you want in life, because life is short. It is. We don't know what's going to happen next. And, you know, wouldn't it be really sad to get to the end of your life whenever that is and have regrets and think, if only I just took more chances, if only I just risked more and just did more and threw myself into more things and just had faith that it would work out so that you could take that leap of faith. You know, that's what I would love for you to get from this, that you will be rewarded if you lean into that discomfort and that uncertainty and just go after what you want in life. And no, it's not going to be easy and it's not going to all work out perfect because it just never does. But I promise you, it's such a better way to live life you know, not having regrets, not thinking, oh, if only I'd, you know, tried that new side hustle, if only I'd given that thing a go, if only I'd just, 
you know, tried tried some new things and tried a new business and did whatever. Like if you if you are in a job and I'm I know not everyone hates their job, but I relate to that because I got to a place in my previous, you know, corporate career where I really didn't want to stay doing that for the rest of my life. I really didn't. I, I did not I did not wake up on a Monday morning thinking, man, I love my job. I just cannot wait to get to work. And so if you relate to that and if you're in some kind of job just because it pays the bills and you rely on that, then what can you be doing outside of that? There are so many ways to start side hustles, start a new business, do something new to help you transition out of that job if it is not serving you, if it does not light your soul on fire because we spend so much of our time working if we're, especially if we're in, you know, jobs, nine to fives. And when I was in banking, it was not a nine to five. Like, you know, it was like into the office at the latest 8am and, you know, working into the evenings as well. Never did I clock off at 5pm, but you know, like why spend so much of your life doing something that doesn't light your soul on fire, right? Like why, when there are other ways and I'm not saying go quit your job tomorrow, you know, and then you can't pay your rent. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying, Lean into that uncertainty and just give yourself, you know, throw some belief in there that you can do it because you can. I care. Like, honestly, I see so many people winning at life that have all the odds against them. And Jessie Lee was an example of that. She really was. She, the odds were not with her. She had a really tough and rough upbringing, right? She came from nothing, yet she became a, she was on track to become a billionaire. She was like a multi, multi-millionaire. And, and that is because she just went for it. She did not hold anything back in life. And that's what we all need to learn from, myself included, to live a little louder, live a little bolder, have a little more faith, have a little more belief in ourselves and just go out there and live life to the fullest because we only get one life and we're never guaranteed, you know, when that life is going to, when our time is going to be up. So, yeah, it's just been, it's been a whirlwind for me, you know, obviously with a lot of changes, even just in the last six months, like we obviously bought our first home in Sydney and moved into our new place, which has been amazing and just a really lovely feeling, you know, owning our our new place. And we've still got a bit of work um, to do in terms of designing it. And we want to um, make some changes and renovate the kitchen, but I hate the red splashback. <laughs> Those of you that I've talked to about it will know, but you know, there's, there's been just lots of, lots of changes, obviously now with having a baby on the way and, you know, leaving my, um, my main business that I worked so hard at, you know, for, for the last seven years and, you know, trying new things and failing and then trying other new things and, you know, succeeding even, you know, way more than I ever thought I could, but it's because I've always jumped in and given things a go. And, you know, it's that, it's like that Sir Richard Branson quote, which you'll hear me talk about all the time. You know, he says, if someone offers you an amazing opportunity and you don't know if you can do it, just say yes and figure it out, figure the rest out later. Something like, don't quote me on the exact words, but that's, that's the point of the quote you know, figure it out as you go, but you've just got to say yes. You've just got to jump in and give things a go and just, you know, go and do things that light your soul on fire. Go and chase your dreams. Go and stretch your belief around what's possible because it is crazy what people are doing out there, you know, especially in the online space in terms of, you know, completely transforming people's lives through, you know, opportunities of making money online and just, leveraging the fact that we live in a world where we can do this like how lucky are we to be able to have things like social media digital marketing affiliate marketing all of these things where 
ordinary, everyday people can take a hold of these opportunities and run with it, right? So please, 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 whatever you do, don't sit back and hold yourself back and think, I could never do that or I hate where I'm at, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Go and make a difference. Go and make changes in your life. And like I said, I can't promise you it will be easy because it won't be. But man, will it be rewarding. And I just wouldn't want to live life any other way. And I don't know where the next 5, 10, 20 years are going to take me. But I have my dreams. I have my vision. It's clearer than ever than the life that, you know, the life that I'm working on creating. And I will never stop working on those dreams because even though there's a lot of dreams I haven't yet accomplished, I know that they're there waiting for me and I'm never going to give up on that. And that's what I ask you to, to do as well. Just never give up on your dreams, okay? Because they're, they're there for a reason, right? And you just need to ignite that fire, go throw yourself into all the opportunities that surround us. And I promise you, you will find a way to make it happen and you won't be able to see it now. And it probably, you know, the path that's going to take you there does not look like the, the path that you think it will be, but you will reach that destination at one point and look back and connect all of the dots and be so grateful that it turned out the way that it did because everything always works out as it should and happens for a reason. So I hope that's been interesting and, you know, um, I guess insightful for those of you that, yeah, you know, didn't realize that, for example, I'm no longer a co-founder of the, the company that I um, was a part of launching a few months back, that I'm no longer with the health and wellness brand that I was with for many years. And it was, yeah, as I said, a, a very bittersweet departure from there and lots of lesson learned, lessons learned, I should say, and friendships lost and just crazy um, to experience and go through that roller coaster. But um, it's, yeah, it wouldn't get me to where I am today. And to be really honest, I'm really happy with where I am right now. And it's like everything has worked out exactly as it should be for me. And I feel exactly where I, I am meant to be right now. And the future has never looked brighter. So I would just want the same for you too. Um, and I will always be here cheering you on in everything that you do and um, rooting for you. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I'm going to be taking the next couple of weeks off because we are jumping on a plane Saturday morning to the Philippines off to a private island. I have a good girlfriend of mine um, who I've known a long time, actually. She's so much fun. We She's like one of my travel buddies because we always meet up in crazy places all around the world um, for fun adventures. And we are celebrating her 40th birthday on a private island in the Philippines, which is just going to be so much fun. Um, and then after we found out we were pregnant, Chris and I decided to extend the trip. And then we booked another private island um, to go to where there's a um, really lovely resort that I found that we are going to spend an extra five days um, together, just Chris and I, maybe it'll be a little baby moon. <laughs> um, and yeah, just enjoy that time, um, living it up in luxury on an Island in the Philippines. So I will catch you guys a few weeks down the line. Um, and in the meantime, if there's any topics or anything you want me to chat about on the podcast, um, please just drop me a DM and I'm forever grateful for you guys listening in and supporting me. I love you so much and I will see you soon. I just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening into Elevate with M Swaff, the podcast today. It truly means the world to me that you chose this episode to listen to, and I hope you learned something or got something from it. I would absolutely love for you to share and tag me on your stories, and please leave a review so we can reach more people and make a bigger impact together. And if you ever have any topics you'd like me to talk about, my DMs are always open. You can find me over at Instagram or TikTok at mswoff, and I love you guys. I appreciate you, and I'll see you next episode.